Welcome to a bonus edition of the Talent Economy Podcast, where we will hear firsthand from families, educators, executives, and more about their experiences in embracing remote work in their daily lives. Everyone's in this together right now, and it's, it's a weird spot to be in. We still need to hire people. We still need to bring folks in. And how do we do that when we can't actually use our traditional channels? Dad's on a call, and friend are here, we can't go upstairs. A lot of companies have face-to-face video cameras. We don't have a lot of that, so it becomes a little more challenging working in a virtual environment. In many ways, it feels like we blinked, and suddenly the future of work is now. What happens when people have to suddenly work virtually? How quickly can they adapt? And what is the long-term impact on the way they work and live? These stories will help us understand how the current environment will create a new normal in the way we get work done. My name is Kyle Hutchison. I work for an e-commerce company in Seattle. I live in Bellevue, got two kids and a wife, and I have been working remote for six days. (laughs) (laughs) So... Talk to me about the technology and how people communicate and get work done where you are today. I mean, we, we did work remote every once in a while, but it was more of like, I have to take my kids to the doctor and I'll be working from home for the afternoon. It wasn't really like encouraged. Um, it was encouraged to be in the office. It was encouraged to be around other people. And so that was kind of the culture that we have been in. And then it was, okay, now we have to figure out how to do this over video conferencing and conference calls and email and text messages and all the forms of other communication without being in a room with other people. What have been the biggest challenges? Actually, I think, I think the isolation, the work itself hasn't really been that challenging. And I don't know if it's a combination of, it's just a really slow time of year for us. So a lot of people are taking vacation. It's, there's not a lot going on. Plus the fact that with everything else going on in the world, business is down. And so we haven't really had a lot to do. So I think from a, just a work aspect, it hasn't really been that challenging. I think it's more of the social aspect of being used to being around people and enjoying the team that I'm on and not interacting with people every day. So that's the thing I think that I've noticed the most is when you do get on a call and you, you are with the, the people that you sit around and it's just like, you know, the five of us or six of us, I think people realize that like, oh man, this, this is going to be this, this, this is going to be a rough 40, 45 <laughs> days or however long. long it takes. Yeah, we're already taking bets on when we're actually going to go back into the office. So I think people are just people are realizing they're going to be in it for the long haul. And the other I mean, the other piece, too, is we're the business I'm in where we have facilities all over the world and we're used to going and traveling and trying to get stuff done. So maybe that from an, from a work aspect is that's that is challenging of trying to do things. We're used to being like on a warehouse floor or being in a facility and and making changes and working with the people there. And that just, you can't do that now. So it's interesting when you, when you think about your immediate team, you know, those people that you'd hang out with and and have good times with, are you replacing that in any way? Like, do you guys have like a, like on a phone call, you're taking like 30 extra minutes of just making like small talk or is it, is it more becoming just about like work? My team, we have a, a weekly team meeting that we have every week. I think that now has become more of like the social hour every week. And my one-on-ones have turned in like from mostly work talk to mostly social talk. And we might hit five minutes at the end to say, okay, you, you know, we'll run through the work things that are going on. But I think for the most part, most of those, I guess, more the smaller team meetings or the more personal meetings have become more, more like chit chat and catching up versus 
talking about work. Do you think that the relationships or, or the conversations you're having are, are more personal? Like people are checking in on each other or are finding a new way to communicate? That was my intent from the beginning with those conversations was, was to check in and make sure that, see how people were doing. Cause I was very curious. Everyone has a different reaction to being isolated. I think someone might really like it. Someone is like really missing out on the interaction. So I think it, it, it like it runs the gamut of like, or the spectrum of all the different personalities are, and we have a lot of different personalities on the team. And so I, I like, we have a good mix. And so I was mostly curious about how most people were taking it from that aspect. I think it was intentional, at least from my part, mostly because I was interested in just what are people doing and how are they feeling about being at home for a month or two. I've talked to a lot of people and, and where I live, everybody's kind of experiencing this. And it's amazing that everybody's feeling it acutely. I mean, part of it is we don't know when it ends. There's that, but six days of working remotely and people are having, no, having these real feelings of, of isolation. If there is one thing you're learning right now, as you kind of experience this, as you experience isolation, as you spend more time with your family, like all these different things are happening. What's one thing that you're curious about and actually learning? I'm mostly curious about the evolution of from today to when we actually go back into the office. I'm mostly curious about what that looks like, whatever that time span is, and where we end versus where we are now. I think right now we're just trying to figure it out. I'm on day six, and today was the first day where I actually moved a desk upstairs and set up an office and like now have a permanent spot. So maybe I was in denial until now or, or whatever it was. But today I was like, okay, kids are out of school until the end of April. I'm at least out till the end of March. Let's get my place set up and, and, and have a spot. That's interesting because when you go back to work, now you'll have a spot. Yeah. Like that's yeah. spot. You're not going to like tear it down on day one when you go back to work. Yeah. And so now if you wanted to work a couple of more days than you traditionally would have, You've, you've kind of perfected a skill and have a spot. That'll be the interesting thing is we had this mindset of discouragement from working from home before this whole thing happened. Now, whatever data the company collects while everyone's working from home, they're going to learn a lot about were we productive, were we not productive, how efficient were we, will this help, you know, long term or are we going to say, you know, you know what, it's fine. We don't really care if people work from home or not. I'm very curious to see where that where we land coming out of it. I, something will change or they will learn enough where the mindset of people will be different than when it started. And I, I think that'll be the most the thing I'm most curious about. I think I will get used to it. And I actually a little worried about going back to work and missing out on some of the stuff that I've enjoyed about being a little bit more flexible and working from home. So like being able to go to the gym or hang yeah. out with the kids. Oh, well, or. Yeah. Replacing my commute with being able to go to the gym or if I don't have a nine o'clock meeting, being able to walk my kids to school. I think that's like some of that stuff definitely will, I will miss if I have to go to the office and, you know, leave at seven in the morning and I'm home at five thirty at night. I think that will be uh, something I'll definitely remember. So we'll see. If you were talking to day one of yourself, I know it hasn't been that long, but for yeah. everybody that I've talked to, it's it's not the length of time. It's the acuteness of of kind of what's happening because it's happening to everyone around us. It's not, oh, you know, I have my job. It's It's all of us trying to figure out, you know, what does this mean? If you had to give your day one self two pieces of advice, <laughs> what would you tell yourself? I've gone through a bunch of different approaches. <laughs> There's been a day or two where 
there hasn't been a shower and I've just kind of been in my PJs until five o'clock at night. And I think one of those days, and I always walk my dog in the morning and that was the first time I think in at least two years where I've actually taken my dog for a walk in the evening because I was in the house all day and I didn't shower and I didn't leave like I didn't even get <laughs> dressed. And so I think, I think from that standpoint, like this morning, even though I, I slept in later than I normally would, I made a point to like get dressed, take a shower, set up my office. I was like, today was the day where I was like, okay, I'm going to be a grown I'm, up. I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, my kids are out of school, I, but it's not summer for me. I got to go and actually like pretend I'm at work. And so that was the kind of the moment. And, and I think it was the end of the first week of us, you know, fully being at home and knowing that next week is another week, just like this week. And I wanted to get a good start and, and actually like have everything in the proper place so that I have some sort of structure. The structure thing to me is is the thing I've noticed the most is not having that this week. We've kind of just been playing, especially with the school uh, situation, not knowing what was going to happen there. But now that that's all been decided and we know what we're in for, I think just setting up that structure in my mind has been uh, has been key. I can imagine people driving by your house and now it's going to be like seven in the morning. You're just getting your newspaper with your coffee, like fully dressed in a suit, like ready to go. Yeah. I, yeah. I, well, I, I do wish that the, like, it was a little nicer so I could like go sit outside in the morning and have some coffee when the sun's coming up. But, uh, we're not, yeah, we're not there. Yet. We're, we're not there yet. Yeah, exactly. I'm Kyle. I have uh, two kids, a five-year-old and a three-year-old. And my wife is Jen. And I'm Jen. <laughs> um, I'm a stay-at-home mom of two kids, five and a half and three and a half year old. So I'm going to start with Jen. I mean, like full, full stop starting with Jen. <laughs> what is it like to have every day your space, your structure and, and rhythm, and then now have your husband home? <laughs> Let's just start there. Uh, <laughs> well... It hasn't been easy, <laughs> especially when they take over your counter, your dining table, the bedroom, the couch. So finally, after day six, we've established a dedicated space for him, which I think will hopefully be better. But when he's kind of all over the house, I think it makes it a little bit more difficult. What's been one of the, the major thing you've noticed besides that he's you know, trying to, he's trying to find his new normal and kind of setting up around the house. What's the one thing that is impacted you the most? Just his stuff everywhere. And the fact that I feel like I have to take care of one extra person during the day, if that makes any sense. Oh, we have a guest. Our guest is Sydney. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Hi. Yeah. Oh, we did. Would you like to introduce yourself? I've done that actually before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done that. This is actually one of the things. So I. <laughs> so, I so perfect. This is <laughs> a perfect, good example. example. It's a perfect example because I record a lot of podcasts and I work in my office. And, and I think one of the challenges I've experienced over the past many days is the kids walk in constantly, just like right now. My, da my daughter's walking in. Like I, I was going to have this great conversation uh, with this wonderful couple, and my, my daughter is here. Hi, Sydney. Hi. <laughs> Who are you even talking to? <laughs> we're talking to each other. Yeah, we're, do we're doing an interview. Do you want to ask 
Kyle and Jenna question? This happened to me today on a conference call. Mamie, we're talking about how dad is working from home now and how I'm home all the time. Do you like that? Or would you rather me be in the office? What do you think? Office. Office. How come? You'd rather daddy go to work? Is there anything that you like about me being home? No. (laughs) You'd you'd rather me be in the office? How come? Is it because I'm always at the house? Oh, I know why. Is it because you can't have your friends come over? Because daddy's on conference calls? Is that why? Yeah. Yeah. You're nodding yes. What about today when I was upstairs and mom was at the store and you and Owen were playing upstairs in the playroom? Was that fun? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to get nodding, nodding yeses and shaking your head no. What but else? now that daddy has a spot upstairs, maybe you can have some friends over for some play dates. What do you think? How hyper. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, right? Because daddy has a spot upstairs. We figured it out. And then you can come down and then they so can come if, over. If dad's on a call and friends are here, we can't go upstairs. That's right. Or what about the playroom? You can go into the playroom, but not into the office room. You'd rather just stay downstairs and play with Luna? In your room and in the living room. But when are you going to get my toys back? <laughs> what do you think? Do you think Owen likes it? What? Me being at home? Or do you think he feels the same way? He wants his friends to come over. Friends come over. Yeah. So now that you think, now that I'm upstairs and I figured out how, where the space is, do you think that I'm, do you think that he'll have friends over next week, especially now that school's out? What yes. Do you, what do you think you're going to do without being in school all, all day? Play. Play? Do you think you're going to have to learn it all? Mm, no. No? You're not going to have to practice writing mm. your name, learning your letters. Do you think you'll? Do you think we'll still make you spell your name every morning, just like you do in preschool? Yes, <laughs> Daddy. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about Daddy being at home now for the next six weeks? No. Do you think you're going to like it? in in the end, are you going to be sad when I have to go back to work, or do you think it'll be good? Good. It'll be good for me to go back to work. Yes. I'm your host, Paul Estes. Thank you for listening to this bonus edition of the Talent Economy podcast, exploring real stories from real people during this time of unprecedented change. You can hear more insights by subscribing to our podcast or checking out the website, staffing.com, where you can sign up for the weekly newsletter. If you or someone you know would like to share their remote work story, please send me an email at editor at staffing.com. We want to hear from you. 